I'm switching sides. Let's start the show. <laughs> It's that good southern tobacco. Man, it smells good. I do declare. <laughs> you might have been told in your high school history class that the good guys won. I ain't so sure no more. It's in question. I like this silly hat better, to be honest. Adam, would you like the coonskin cap? I would like the coonskin cap. Well, come get the coonskin yeah, cap. Yeah, yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Capo Podcast. Uh, that was in Austin, Texas. Did you see the guys on horses? That was crazy. Um, and, you know, yeah, we're going to get into it here in a little bit. Uh, I'm going to wear my... Confederate flag, or not my Confederate flag hat, my 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 Confederate hat Cap, tonight. Yeah. Yes, because mm-hmm. that made me want to switch sides. Maybe Texas, maybe Texas never should have joined the union in the first place. Is what I'm starting to think. Um, so anyway, we've got a great show for tonight. Uh, we are going to be keeping again with the the theme, the preparedness, preparedness. theme, yes. preparedness theme. Um, I'm not going to plug all of the stuff that I sometimes plug, because if you've been listening this long, you should know to go buy my books or contribute to the podcast, because if you aren't, then you're kind of just freeloading here. That's right. You're not you're not a member of the of the fun club yet. Mm-hmm. You're just watching from you a You need distance. to be paying for this content. Yeah. This yeah. is... Keep it going. It's worth it. It is definitely worth it's it. It's 100% worth 100%. it. 100%. I will keep wearing silly hats. And I will I'll put more effort into the into the intros. And I'll, you'll have money to buy the silly hats. Right. That's I'll buy it. Thing. Dude, I tell you what, the next one I do, I actually will buy a silly hat. If you if we make a little bit of money, okay. I will buy a full blown like Comanche war bonnet. How many subs? I don't know. Five? Ten? I, I think if we got five monthly subs. <laughs> You'd buy two of them. Five bucks a month from five <laughs> monthly subs, I will buy a full blown Comanche war bonnet. Okay. And I will wear it Sounds like for a an extended period of time. Right. I have to go make five accounts real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, this week we have uh, a guest, Gabriel Lawler. Gabriel Lawler. Yeah. And he is going to talk to us about preparedness of, of something <clears throat> a lot of people take a lot of granted for, and that's their vehicles. That's right. They really do. You just take it just, for granted. They just get you hop into in, it. you turn the key, and you go. There you go. So um, he's going to tell you what you might want to think about if tomorrow you couldn't go to your local mechanic. Like, uh, what could you do to mm-hmm. be better prepared in, you know, in the real world and if things got really bad? That's right. So I'll let him kind of introduce himself sure. however much he wants. He can tell us his whole life story or he can just Woo. or he can just go right into it. All right. I'm in it. Um, my name is Gabriel Lawler, and I live in Beaver proper with my beautiful, lovely wife, Abby, and we have two small girls together. We have five children together total, so it's a pretty big family, and we actually became grandparents this year, so I know that I look 20, but I'm actually quite old. You do look 20. <laughs> I'm a 42, 42-year-old 42 grandparent. 
So hey, and uh, we've been in Beaver now eight years. I love Beaver. I really do. I love the people here. I've been all over. I've never met better people than I have in Beaver County. They're kind. You know, they they look out for each other, and we got a we got into a great church at at uh, First Baptist Church, and just love everyone there. And Jerry Hodges, the pastor, is great. Um, yeah, I love Beaver. So I can we plan on being you, here for a while. I can tell you do because you went to that city council meeting. And only people that care would go to such things. Yeah, or yeah, or people who cared about the people I got, talking about I got it. Tired you got <laughs> I was over it about fifteen minutes. He was scrolling deal. through Twitter about ten minutes. I told I told Adam I, I was like, man, this is what like old medieval lords must have felt like mm-hmm. when they had to listen to all the peasants complain. Because I live out in the country and oh. I don't have to deal with such such trivial nonsense. I understand. It was uh, yeah. So you're right. Well, anyway, I, I, I can tell you yeah. care. I do care. Like I like Beaver. I'd like it to make it our home. I like the, you know, I know your views on the schools, but I do like Beaver ISD. I like I like Beaver schools as yeah. far as schools go. And you know the people I'd put people right come up, and go. I'd put it right up there near the top of public schools. I like it. I like the people there. Um, a bunch of them go to our church, which is great. You know, it's good to have. I think we need God in school. We but, have some very good teachers. Yeah, we have some very bad ones. Oh, I didn't say it, but... <laughs> I thought you did. <laughs> no, I was going to say we have some very good ones, and we have some that aren't as good, and yeah. some other people that... you got to let him get a couple more drinks in before he calls out on the podcast. I will not do such <laughs> things. I don't call out local people. I only call out federal federal lizards. Okay. Um, yeah, what else? So I, uh, I have a little tiny mechanic shop here in town, Dunright Auto, and I have a very... I have the best clients in the world. I really do. They're great. And I love fixing stuff. I love taking care of their vehicles and, and trying to help them best I can. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to come on and talk about stuff that I see people doing wrong, stuff they could be doing better. Um, so You don't need to give any examples of that, by the way. Uh, we will. We'll right. get to that. Don't, <laughs> yeah. you, don't you worry back there. We'll get to oh, that. Yeah. But segueing into... The road that's going to go to where we're going to talk about Adam and call him out on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what I wanted to start with is not so much like, oh my gosh, it's the end of the world. Right. How do I keep my zombie apocalypse rig running? Right. It's more what I want to talk about is like the everyday things people really take for granted and don't take care of that might mm-hmm. cause, you know, might cause the blowout, you know, or their their yep. their car breaks down Stranded. three hours from home, and they have nothing in the car, mm-hmm. or they don't even have a spare. They don't have, you know, yeah, just yeah. That's, what you need to do to have your car, yeah, in a reasonable order. Well, everything does take money, so I realized that you know everything's super expensive right now, crazy expensive. Um, but the things that you can do yourself, you are number one would be tires and wheels, right? You got to keep your tires good. Uh, good quality, and you know you got to be inspecting them. You inspect them for weird wear, like cupping. One side's wearing out, and the other side's fine. You know something's going on; it needs to be addressed, right? So, tires is number one uh, for me. I see a lot of people come in that needed tires last year. We got winter coming up. The cold weather's super, you know, hard on rubber, and uh, so check your tires. Make sure they're properly inflated. For people that don't know, it says max inflate 45 or 50 on the tire. Do not put 45 or 50 in that tire. Go by what the car wants. 
right? It says it on the door frame, and most every car will have a sticker on the door frame that says what it wants in the front, what it wants in the rear, and what the spare should be. Which brings me to my next point, the spare. Do not get caught without a spare. It's crazy. Yep. That you would be... Uh, so some of the new cars don't even have spares. Just a donut. Yeah, just a, not even a donut. They have some nothing. Some of them just have the air compressors. Really? Yeah, that was a, yeah, they have the air compressor. And some of them, like the, the higher-end cars, now have a spare that is basically the size of a rim. And then you inflate the tire, and it, it self-inflates. Like it folds out into a, a real donut-sized tire. And yeah. then you got to let the air back out to get it back in the trunk to save space. Save weight. Not save weight, but save space. Um, make sure you got a good spare, and don't forget to check the pressure on the spare. That's important. Um, you know, you find, locate your spare, and uh, check that, whatever it should be at. It better be at that, because as soon as as that's not, you're going to need it. Yeah. As soon so, as you don't, like, you don't think about your spare, then you put it. it on, and your spare isn't, like... Yep. You got a flat, and then you put your spare on your spare's flat. Yep. What would be the point? And then you feel like a donkey's ass. <laughs> and then you just drive on it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so that that's where I would start. Tires. Make sure your tires and wheels are in good shape. And then, uh, you know, I think everybody should be doing their own oil changes if you can. If you're comfortable with that, YouTube is amazing. YouTube can tell you it'll teach you to do so much stuff it'll walk you through everything and they've got pretty much every vehicle on there everything you could ever want to know really is on there and uh so if you can do your own oil changes that's a good thing you're saving money and you get to look at the underside of your car it's important probably the first time a lot of people see it hopefully not but it could be yeah um get yourself a set of ramps they're 50 60 bucks and you don't have to worry about a car falling on you just drive up on the ramps change your own oil that's where I would start if I were to do it again. So, um, yeah. There's a lot of men in this country right now that can't change a flat, let alone change their own oil, can't change a flat. That's sad. And ugh. Well, they can pull out their phone and, and pull up YouTube and change their flat, right, right. if they have service. So yeah. it's important, yeah, you should know how to do that. You should, when, when I bought our vehicle, I changed my own tire to begin with, to make sure I had the tools, the jack worked, you know, you got to know where to put it. Owner's manual has all this information on it, but if you buy an, an, an older vehicle, you might not have that owner's manual Some people out in away. the field. Yeah, yeah, throw it away. So if you're in da- any kind of doubt, you should definitely get out there and change your own tire. Just actually do it, nut the butt, get it done, and make sure you're able to do it, competent to do it. Do it in a setting that is comfortable so you're not on the side of the road at 3 a.m. trying to change it for the first time, right? So that would be my suggestion. Good place to start. A lot of people, I think, and this is, you know what, I'm going to call out the urbans, the urban people, because I think a lot of the people who are so used to not having to deal with any of the menial kind of uptake of of their vehicles, Mm -hmm. like, I saw a lot of people in the city who, like, would just be on the side of the road with a flat and just like looking at it. Yeah. It's like, or just on their phone. I, yeah. Or on their phone. Like, what do I do? Yeah. It's like, you live such a, you live such a pampered, you know, a, yeah, a yeah. pampered life or not. I wouldn't even call it pampered, but like, well, I would because I'm mean. It's very pampered. But it's like, uh, you don't ever think about having to do anything yourself. Mm-hmm. I think it's the same reason why a lot of people who are urban tend to not like guns because they they view it as something like, well, I somebody else will do that for mm-hmm. 
the cops. Like are, I see the, the cops co- out there cops, every day. Yeah, or I have AAA I, I can call. call yeah. yeah, and I don't. I don't know what it is about. I do think there's something about living in the country versus an urban mm-hmm. environment that fosters kind of that mindset of I don't have to do this. Somebody else will mm-hmm. do it for me. Oh. Versus I need to do this for myself. Right. And for a lot of people, especially in rural America, it's not that they have to do it but themselves. Like they want to. Like a lot of like a lot of dudes my age. Yeah. If they're not changing their own oil, like if they were raised a certain way mm-hmm. and all of a sudden like you're not changing your your own oil, you kind of like What's wrong feel with a little you? you feel a little gay, right? <laughs> <A little laughs> you know bit. what I mean? Yeah. Like unless you're somebody who's just so busy and like doing all this other stuff yeah. that you don't have time to do it. Yeah. Like you if you're just sitting around and you're not changing your own oil and you mm-hmm. were raised kind of in the culture that's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. you're a man, change your own oil." Like if you don't, all of a sudden you're like, "Uh-oh." <laughs> To be clear, I'm, I'm not crapping on any customers that that don't change their own oil. That's no, fine, keep but it. <laughs> you should. <laughs> you should at least know how. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Mm-hmm. You should know what filter your vehicle takes, what oil your vehicle takes. Yep. If you're a man, change your own oil. If you're a woman, go to Dunright Auto. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Beaver, Oklahoma. There you go. That's our plug for tonight, Dunright right. Auto. Okay, checks in the mail. That's right. <laughs> Ladies, bring your vehicles in to change the oil if your husband won't do it for you. Sounds good. And get a divorce, I think. Probably. <laughs> hey, you know what? If he's not willing to change your oil, I'm not for divorce. I'm very anti-divorce. Yeah. But um, I see your point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Don't do it, but... But uh, I, I think another thing that people should do is not let themselves run out of gas. Because I hear about yeah, that kind of thing happening. That's so weird. From time to time. How do you let that happen? I mean, I don't know anybody that would do that to I their car. I don't know anybody stupid enough yeah. to yeah, do such because a thing. You have to just be an absolute nimrod <laughs> to let that happen. Like, I you really do. Imagine. In this day and age, yes, you do. Yeah, right? There's, There's a, a gas, gas station, station on every all corner. over the place. Yeah, exactly. corner, bro. Yeah, they're Especially like four in Woodward. If you live out here... You probably shouldn't let your your gas tank get below a quarter tank. Probably oh, not. Yeah. And that was and another you know thing. What? That's something my dad told me for a very long time growing up. All the time. Told me that. Told me that. Told me that. And when I was about producer Adam's age, I had ignored him a lot. And I ran out of gas. You did. Just a couple miles from town. Mm-hmm. And uh, I called my parents at about 8.30 at night. Not It was 9-ish. But it was this time of year, right, where it's like, it's been nice for a while. (laughs) Yeah. Called. My father answered. I said, hey, uh, ran out of gas. What do you think my father did? I think he immediately hopped in his car with a can of gas and came out and got you. Negative. (laughs) (laughs) He hung up. (laughs) Straight hung up. (laughs) Yeah. Boy, you you hear him cussing as the the receiver slamming down. Nah, like it was just, it was even, it was even worse that he didn't. He was just like, (laughs) told you several times and you didn't, that was a good learning experience. I bet you learned. I did. That was the last time. I learned to be a little more resourceful. How did you get home? Called my mom. Well, you are resourceful. <laughs> Gay. Um, anyways, Adam, what do you have to say about... Do you have any experience with this, have Adam? You ever, has this ever happened to you? I drive a Prius. My car doesn't use gas, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah, pretty interesting system there. No, sir. Yeah, but just 
No, for reals. No, like, what happened reals. to you today? You thought so, that you could get gas somewhere. I was on my way to Woodward, and I thought to myself, I'll get gas in Woodward because, you know, there's gas all over the place. And then between Walmart and my orthodontist appointment and everything, I didn't think about it when I was leaving until the gas light came on. Oh, man. And I was like, okay, well, I can still make it to slap out. I'll have plenty. I'll be fine. You can always make it to slap out. Yeah. And I was like rolling in empty. I was like, woo, thank God, like praying on into the station that I made it. And then all the pumps were covered in plastic. Wow. Yeah. All of them were out of use. <laughs> into the world. Lesson learned. Yeah. And I was like, who can I call? If I call Sam, oh he's going to call me gay. Yeah. I, <laughs> what am I going to do? Or hang up on you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I didn't hang up on you. Yeah. I did call you gay, though. He called me gay, but. He helped me out. It was great. So the exact location of the key to it. No, no, shut no, up. No, no, sorry. Uh, I was almost a slip up. Yeah. I told you I'd slay the, I'd flay the soles of your feet off if you told anybody. Um, but to Adam's point. Yeah. I'd do that. <laughs> to Adam's point. I like ran into this when, when me and my wife were on our way home from our honeymoon, we went to Utah and we we're coming back through the Western side of Colorado and we left out of Grand Junction, and we pulled off onto a highway in Colorado that was called Highway 141. I think I'm almost positive it was 141. Google that. Google it. Yeah, and yeah we got to look at there was a There was a sign that said, like, gas this many miles. I've seen And the those, town yeah. name is, like, gas at this right. town. Slick mm-hmm. Rock. Slick Rock was the name of the town. It was, like, gas here. And we, I don't know. We had, like, a – we had a half a tank at that point. And mm-hmm. I was, like – all right, we're good. Make it to Slick Rock. It's a long way to Slick Rock, but we'll be cool. And we start driving down this highway in Colorado, and it's like a giant canyon valley, like a big canyon and giant kind of agriculture-type ranching place. Okay. Giant valley. There's no houses. It's just wilderness and cows, nothing else. No side roads even, just canyons. And so we drive, we drive. We drive, we drive, and we're getting to E. And we're getting down to, like, it's a quarter tank because we're weaving in and out of the canyon the mm-hmm. whole time, so we're burning mo- way more gas way than more. I thought we were. And we're like, okay, this is getting a little dicey, but we're almost to Slick Rock, and Slick Rock was, like, halfway to, uh, I don't know, New Mexico or, no, Arizona because we were popping out uh, into Arizona to come back down and then go to New Mexico. Like we're almost to Slick Rock. This is gonna be cool. Oh, I almost went out. Almost. So you caught it. We pulled into Slick Rock, Colorado. And Slick Rock, Colorado, for those of you who may not know, Slick Rock, Colorado is a trailer house sitting on the side of the road on this canyon. Wow. And one very ancient looking mule. And looks a looks pretty methy. <laughs> and i'll tell you what is not in slick rock but besides a trailer house and a donkey uh-huh. there is no glass in no slick rock clean, in slick gas. rock colorado there's not a single piece of there's no it's gas all tanks. Been traded for meth there's just a trailer house there and a trailer house that doesn't look inviting to like there's no signs that say like hey i've got gas no welcome matt no, no. it's a very shady looking thing like the donkey he looked all right but nothing else <laughs> And I'm sitting there like, whoo, okay, this is Slick Rock. There's no gas. We're on, like almost on E. 
And I was like, okay, we got to keep going. So here we just keep going. And I tell you what, we rolled into, I don't remember the town at the very end, what it was, but we roll like, I think God just made us make it because it was close. God fumes. And then we filled all the way up. And then at about two in the morning, we drove onto a Indian reservation in Arizona and I don't know if you've ever been on an Indian reservation in Arizona at 2 a.m. That was also a little dicey. They didn't like that, huh? <laughs> well, it's just a little weird, man. <laughs> yeah. Also, a lot of more trailer houses. Uh, uh, not like I don't know if I'd call it as methy because I like meth yeah. is a white people thing, True. right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. There's a lot of peyote. I'm uh, pretty sure I saw a Wendigo um, run across the road. I don't know. Give what me that the is. finger. You don't know Wendigo. what a Wendigo is? No. Uh, Adam, yeah, do you yeah, know what I'm a gonna... Wendigo is? Oh, of course. It's like a it's like a mythic, a mythological Native American creature. I've never heard of that. Um, Hold on, I'm pulling up a picture. You pull up a picture of a Wendigo. Yeah, it's a very creepy kind of. Uh, I don't know. A a, a spe- like a a demon, almost like a demon type mythological creature. Very scary creature. Uh-huh. And, okay. Uh huh. And anyways, I didn't really see a Wendigo, but it, I, I could have. I just uh, cool. There, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Little Wendigo type things. Wow. Know? Yeah, that's terrifying. Yeah. It's kind of spooky. I've never looking. seen that before. Yeah, if you're gonna you drive through seen one of those, nope. They're all over the place. They're <laughs> just running around. <laughs> yeah, especially are, at the lake. A, there's at least one on the Beaver River. I'm pretty sure. Uh, at least at least one Wendigo running around the Beaver River, <laughs> well, um, way back it. there, and probably on the wildlife reserve somewhere. <laughs> probably. You know. But uh, yeah, going got through a the trailer back there. going through the res at two a.m. in the middle of nowhere, and there once again, like we we're already like all the most out of gas again before we got out of the res. <laughs> and the only thing that made me feel a little bit better about it is like me and I had my wife with me, of course, and we were both we mm-hmm. were pretty well armed. I was, good. I felt bad for the Wendigo that tried, right? But you know, that's good. It's important. That's but what anyway. all the victims at the lake have said. But all right. <laughs> You don't know me, son. <laughs> you don't know me, son. <laughs> get yourself, you know, uh, a better outlook on getting gas. Like, don't let your gas get down to a quarter mm-hmm. of a tank before you fill up. Guys, it, it wasn't on purpose. Come on. Adam, it's actually surprisingly bad on fuel pumps to be below a quarter tank. I know. You need that head pressure. Yeah. yeah. You, the only thing that cools a fuel pump is the gas. Yeah. So it is important to keep gas in your tank that was another thing going into the winter months you never want to be below a half tank right just don't do it always keep it above a half tank you never know what's going to happen especially we got a blizzard coming or something you get stuck you're gonna have to let that car run yep so keep fuel in the tank and uh it's very important yeah especially if you live out in the middle of nowhere right adam yeah Right? I, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. I got it. Because there's been people freeze to death inside their vehicles. Yes, there have. Run out of gas. Yep. Might want to keep a blanket. They don't there. know me, son. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. That was something else I did want to talk about. You can't shoot the cold. <laughs> <laughs> you can shoot a Wendigo, but you can't shoot the cold. Well, you could shoot out the window and then wrap your hands around the barrel. That might. That would prevent frostbite. You know. <laughs> um, the. Uh, uh, so as far as um, things you want to have in your vehicle, uh, I just ordered some more that are great to have. Those Mylar space blankets, they're so cheap. They're like a buck fifty each. You get a pack of six. You can throw them anywhere in your vehicle, and that will save your life. Just having that Mylar 
thermal uh, blanket. Yeah, like a thermal blanket. They're they're the size of a of a phone. I mean, they're they're compressed. They're so tight, right? Right. But it, it traps. I think ninety percent of your body heat comes back. So that will keep you alive. I've got them in in my vehicle for my family. We have got enough for everybody. Water is probably number one. Yeah. You should always have water in your vehicle. This this thing it's cost like eight cents yeah. right you should have 10 of them don't leave vehicle. it in the sun keep it in in something keep it shaded yeah keep it somewhere in storage it will always be there and you'll probably never need it but it's nice to have when you do yeah. water's number one and then the space thermal blankets number two in the winter i think in the in the uh well actually i changed my mind the thermal blanket's number one in the winter. Number one in the Water's winter. Water's number Water's two number because, two. yeah, if you're in the winter, you're, you're probably going to be stuck in a you'll blizzard. You'll freeze to death before you run out of water. Exactly. Plus, you're surrounded by snow, so you'll be okay. <laughs> you'll be all right. Eat some snow. So, But it, that reverses in the summer. You don't need a thermal blanket in the summer. So it goes back to water's number one, right, in the summer. And uh, just talking about things to keep in your vehicle. Uh, ammo, right? You might need more ammo. Got to keep some of the vehicles. So we got water, thermal blanket, ammo, the life straw to make water or to suck up through water. There's something to, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's been some negative. There's been some negative. I heard about that life straw. I I have one. It's it's good enough to get you by. I think so. Just to throw in your car. Yeah. And throw in your little emergency deal in your Mm -hmm. car. Yep. I think a first aid kit too. First aid kit. Like a lot of people don't. Think about that at all. I don't even have one. So oh. good point. Yeah. It's a good kit. thing to keep in your car. Yep. First aid kit with a turn at least like a, tra- a trauma kit. Because you mm-hmm. might be the first person that pulls up to a real bad wreck. Yeah. Somebody's that's true. somebody's hitting an artery. Right. And there's speep, speep, speep. Tourniquet. Yeah. yeah. And if if you don't have a tourniquet and you pull up there, mm-hmm. you know, or like, you know, or, or a belt to or make something, one, or at yeah. least like enough wherewithal it. to mm-hmm. think about it. And, you know, I don't know. If you're there and that person dies because you didn't have a tourniquet. Gay. Yeah, gay. Yeah. gay. You, might, you might feel bad. You might hope that they were, you know. Yeah. I guess you better hope they were like a bad person or something. Right. Those are going to uh, be his last words to you as he looks you in the eyes. <laughs> gay. 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 <laughs> gay. <laughs> Do you have a tourniquet? You, you little queer. <laughs> I had one in my car. Yeah. Well, he could have told you where to go get it. Yeah. <laughs> but the odds of pulling up to a bad wreck are way bigger than like, like a lot of people that carry mm-hmm. always think about like, oh, what if I have to use my gun? No, you're right. You probably the never odds will. of you using your first aid kit are way higher mm-hmm. than you having to use your gun. Like I, I've pulled up to a couple of wrecks before, and I'm only like, what? And I don't even go that often right like i'm not not on the road very much but the odds of pulling up to a bad wreck are pretty good in your lifetime yeah the odds that you're going to be one of the first people there or the first person Mm -hmm. there pretty high pretty high yeah probably way higher than see it yeah that's the first time i saw a dead body really is that a wreck wow driving by on the way back from like i don't know all state vocal or something wow Hmm. another thing is uh jumper cables Right, you need jumper cables in the vehicle and uh, like a good tow strap, twenty foot yep. tow strap. Yeah, they're light, they're compact. Roll it up, keep it in there. And I use mine all the time, all the time. I use it, so yep. you need that. I had in to there. use my jumper cables on Saturday because I I don't know what happened. I think I left the keys in and turned on or something. Mm-hmm. But when I got back from the coyote calling competition, 
We left at 5 a.m. We got back at the house at like, I don't know, 8. But then we were going up to the award ceremony. My pickup would start. Wow. So at 1 in the morning, I had to jump my pickup to go home. Right on. Glad you had them. Mm -hmm. Because if not, I would have had to slip on Brother Ben's couch. Yeah, don't want to do that. And I wouldn't. No, I would have been uncomfortable. Call me. I'll come out there. I'll send Adam out with the kids. I would have made. He him. owes you. I would have made somebody. I take do. Me home. <laughs> I'm gonna call Adam next time. Hey, I need you to come drive me home. Hey, bro. I don't think his car could jump my pickup. <laughs> Sam is always dogging on my car. Man, it's a perfect. Hey, you're very capable. economical. I'll I, give you that. I towed a trailer all the way from Weatherford here. Yeah, you probably shouldn't That's have it. done that. I'm glad yeah, you're still no, alive because no. that was yeah. stupid. That was dumb. I yeah. didn't even have lights. We all did up stupid stuff when we were younger, but yeah, that was dumb. Don't do that again. What Adam's, do you mean? Adam's far smarter than I have ever was. I'm not going to give him a free ride <laughs> to do dumb things. <laughs> but yeah, you you need to have, and I think this kind of some people are better at this than others. Like people who. I don't know, like ranchers and farmers always have everything in their vehicle. Yeah, they do. Or somebody who goes like uh, somebody who goes into the back country, some and mm-hmm. hikes and stuff. Those people will usually be more prepared than other people. It's those people who <clears throat> never do anything else but drive from home to work or go True. on a road trip mm-hmm. that don't ever think about any of this stuff. Some of the farmers, though, you know, they hop out of their farm rig with all their tools and everything into and their jump into their go to town. Yeah. Into their go to town with the wife rig and you know, their nicer vehicle, which they have nothing in it's spotless. So that's something to think about. Um, too. Maybe the, throw uh, a tow rope in that thing. Yeah. Some jumper cables. That's right. The, um, the other thing that I did want to get out was that, uh, the best thing that you can do for your personal vehicle is to pay attention to things that change. Right. So you're going down the road and you hear an odd noise or a clunk or a scrape or a whatever it may be, you know, that, you need, that needs to be looked into. And it's just going to get worse. These problems never fix themselves. Uh, when, pe- when people are... <laughs> it is a bummer. I'm what about, about a slight I'm like squeal? That. It's kind of like going to the doctor. Gonna, I like to be like, eh, maybe it'll fix itself. It'll get better. The body will heal. <laughs> I'll turn the radio up. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. What does that sound? Who cares? Crank it up. <laughs> The uh, yeah, so people I hear people drive by and driving down the road all the time, and their cars are just screaming at them. They're screaming <laughs> at them for a repair, you know. And I'll walk out and just, my God, he's heard that in his driveway. Yeah, a times when you I'm know, over for dinner, very odd. I do, I have this really good friend, just, and I, <laughs> like Spider Man. You're just like <laughs> <laughs> I do. I've walked out of my house twice now. I've got this great friend. He, you know, he's really I love the guy. Right, we'll call him. Badham Clofty. Okay. And he he needs to change his water pump. And his car has been screaming at him at the top of its little lungs for months. I hear that guy's missing a lug nut on one of his tires, dude. Uh, to be Is fair, I put that one back on. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got to that. No, it came back off. <laughs> <laughs> Sam came into the office one day and he was like, Oh, yeah. Hey, Adam, you really need to get a lug nut on your car. And I was like, no, I put it on already. He was like, I was just out there. I, I saw it. just looked at it. It came back <laughs> off. Yeah. He just bought one that was too big and just put it off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Adam needs a water pump pretty bad. But when, It's when been you're, like two years. Man. So he, he started his car. Was that last night? That was Yeah, that was last, last night. Last night. Before we went to Booker. I can't believe the car made it back from Booker. The way it sounded, it woke up the whole neighborhood, going down our street, 
taking a right, going to <laughs> Douglas. I could hear his car screaming the for help. Way. He, he wanted way. to go out to Black Mesa the other night and go He's hiking insane. by himself. And He's I was not. like, are you sure your car can make it? I've made it to OKC and back 100,000 times in that car. Yeah. Like, it is certainly All right, well. Keep, keep talking, Adam. Keep, <laughs> keep doing it. Just keep uh, putting gas in it. Well, <laughs> I, I'll give him props. He, he bought and paid for the water pump. So he has it. He just has so maybe maybe he can take some tools and some coolant, change it on the side of the road because that is where it's going to fail. Is it like oh. is your water pump like in your vehicle, like just waiting to be fixed? It's literally sitting in the back seat next to the vacuum that I need to put right together. Have, where it goes. I have a whole bunch of spark plugs and spark plug wires in my yeah, pickup. Yeah. One I'll of these days, it. I'm going to bring it to you and just have you fix it all. <laughs> all these parts I've been amassing, can you put them on? Can you please? Hey, do Gabe, the, I've got a whole something. other truck. I know the, I have YouTube, but. I just don't want to mess. Yeah. No, I yeah. Bring it to me. I'll you take can call me it. gay if when I do it. You can call me gay. I won't. I'll cash the check and I'll not call you anything. All right, as long as I'm changing my own oil. There you go. I will. I do have a confession. The last time I changed my wife's oil, I didn't change the filter because I got I what got the one. Hell? I got one, <laughs> bro. That's like but half it was the, the wrong one. You don't have to do that every time. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, <laughs> eh. but you know what? I and then I thought about it for the next couple of days, and I was like. I might have done that last time. I might have just changed. Oh, it. so you're too <laughs> in. I might be too. You're in. too deep. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's just ten thousand miles. I was like, you know what? I think I took this thing off last time. Why is my pressure three hundred psi? Went to put the new filter on and it was wrong. And I was like, oh, I'll just change it next time. And then I forgot. Did wow. it again. Probably. Sorry, honey. Time. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it now that we're leaking oil. I'll yeah. just let it all leak just out. Just edit this and out and do it. She'll never know. It's okay. She needs yeah. to know. No secrets. No secrets. That's a good. That's good. Uh, women advice, Adam. That just gonna keep quiet back there. All right. Yeah. Don't talk. No. How's wait, it going? Wait, I just. I just don't. Like, what's good women advice? He didn't no, elaborate. Just, just always. Don't. Just tell them. Just tell them. Yeah. Tell yeah. them everything. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna hate you either. Either way. Yeah. They're gonna be mad. Just get it out of the way. They're gonna be mad no mm-hmm. matter what. So the quicker you tell them, the quicker yeah, they get over. They'll it. They'll get over yeah. it eventually. 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 Yeah. And if they don't, hey. If they don't, they don't. Yeah. So the last thing, four-wheel drive. That's the second to last topic I want to talk about. Nobody uses their four-wheel drive all year long. Pretty much. We had a lot of rain this year. Some people used it. If you get into a, a predicament and you need that four-wheel drive and it doesn't work, you're in a lot of trouble. You know, better hope you have hel- uh, cell phone service, right? Yeah. So a simple way to, for people to check their... Four-wheel drive. Do it at least once a year. You get into a parking lot. You're going straight. Put it in park. Put it into four-wheel drive. Make turn sure the steering wheel. When you turn the steering wheel and you start to go, you should feel the four-wheel drive bind. It doesn't want to be turned and go forward. Once you feel that binding, you don't push through it. You can back up a little bit you know and then it take it. Yeah, you're, you know it's working because it's binding. So if, if your four-wheel drive isn't engaging then you will just be able to turn circles. In four-wheel drive, you'll be able to turn circles or figure eight or whatever. So that way you know that there is a problem that needs to be addressed. If you have four-wheel drive, you're probably going to need it at some point. Yeah. That being said, you should have four-wheel drive where we live. I think so, too. Adam, I don't know if you Uh, can put four-wheel drive in that. They got along without it for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like Even when I was a kid growing up, like some of the old ranch trucks were just two-wheel drive, and they just chain them up, you know. Mm -hmm. But you need it. Like, you need it. It's it's handy. Yeah. Especially if you're in a more, I would say, like, even where we are, yes, but the further north you go, the more, like, snow you're going to run into. Sure. Definitely need it. 
Well, we get hit pretty hard down here. You know, we get every snow, we get ice every once in a while. Yeah. Um, you they know, say you, we're headed for a bad winter this year. Is that what they're saying? Because mm-hmm. the sun, anytime the sunflowers, we have the, the sunflowers. Thing, yeah, I did hear all that. All the old farmers, man. I did hear that. The snow will be as tall as the sunflowers. And I'll tell you what, I rode through some sunflowers on horse this year <laughs> that were way taller than I was, wow. even raising my hand up. And I think the farmers are full of it. Because if there's going to be 30-foot drifts, I, I don't know about that. Get ready for it, man. the nuclear Maybe. winter that we're running into. Oh, that could yeah. happen. We had, a, right. we had a sunflower in our front yard, grew on its own, 12 feet tall. 12 feet yeah. tall. Crazy. I, I saw, I saw several that were like 20 foot tall yeah. down in the draws and stuff. Yeah, it was like a we'll jungle see. this year. We'll hold them to it. Yeah. If, if you're wrong... I'm gonna be kind of disappointed. Yeah, because I, I do. Snow. I want a big. I want at least one big snow. At least this one. It's gonna piss my dad off because he has to feed cows all winter. But at least He'll one. He'll be pissed anyways. At least one big snow. One big snow. Because I want to get my my giant Alaskan Malamute dog. I'm gonna get a horse halter and turn it upside down and put it on that dog and I'm gonna tie it to a toboggan <laughs> and put my little three and a half year old in there and let him go. Sounds like fun. Yeah. It's but a, a core memory. The old, the old sleigh ride. It's going to be like that. when she rode that pontoon boat in the flooding waters. Yeah, she'll, yeah. Like she'll remember that forever. Exactly. So I really need that at least one time this year. Is one good yep. snow. Because it's the only time my dog is happy. I have the wrong dog for where we live. He likes it cold. Yeah. 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 yeah I agree. I don't one think you snow. should. You shouldn't have an Alaskan Malamute in Oklahoma. It's, I don't think Probably it's right. Not. But I, I thought one. he was just Only pissed jerks. that I was stealing fuel. Like I thought he was just trying to. She, protect. but she wasn't like she came over <sighs> she, there and probably licked your hand. She, sorry, she I misgendered is a, your. Yeah, animal. don't misgender my dog because she's a she's a coward, man. I went for a run the other night. Now that it's dark, like I went for a run the other evening and it was dark by the time I went for my run. So I put a headlamp on. When I was running back, I had my headlamp on just like the red light. And as I was coming into the driveway, I was like, you know, I'm fat, so I was real tired by the time I got back. <laughs> and my head was down, and I lifted up. And I'll tell you this, animals under a red light, mm-hmm. their eyes are red. Oh, really? You know, like a demon. So like- I was a little <laughs> bit freaked out for a second until my brain caught up to me. I was like, right. it's the dog. Oh. But my dog saw me standing out there with like she just she yeah. saw a red cyclops coming in. <laughs> That's right. And instead of being like, all right, I'm gonna protect this house. She just left. <laughs> Took off. She's like, they're, they're in there. And she ran. So To be fair, she had fired. never encountered a Cyclops before. Well, she ought to just <laughs> nut yeah. up. She has to read Attack. the Iliad. Yeah. What's wrong with her? Just do it. Yeah. Like, and she she's let all the chickens get killed. And like, she ran off away Man. from me. Like Probably because she's hot all the time. It could be it. Shave her down. And you're not supposed to do that with a Malamute. Because really? I was going to, but I read oh. online, if you do that, they're, that wool coat they have grows uh-huh. back even thicker and makes oh, it worse wow. okay. and it helps them like their that thick wool on a malmute helps them regulate whether it's hot or cold versus like an australian shepherd or like a border collie you can hmm. shave them in the summer and they're a lot better off for it but on a on a malmute or a husky you're not supposed to do that i did not know that second thing i, didn't, I learned today. i didn't learn that until i got one because i was going to we used to have an australian shepherd and we'd shave him every summer, mm-hmm. and he'd love it. So yeah. I was gonna do that with her, but I just—I'm glad I looked it up first because like, hey, don't up. do it because it'll—it'll it'll make him even hotter, which I thought was weird. Interesting. It is weird. Hmm. I intend on getting a better dog though. Like, I, she's pretty. Dog. A killer. And she's she's like neat, and she's big. Like, she frightens yeah. strangers. Like, That's if good. a stranger pulls up, they're like, "Well, I'm not going in there." 
That's that dog's the size of a horse. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but she is largely useless. Yeah, she might lick him to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Four wheel drive. Four wheel drive. Blankets in your car. Yeah. Fill and, up your tank. Yeah. Check your tires. Check your tires. Yeah. Change your have own a, oil. Yeah. Have chain. If you, especially if you're further north than we are, you need to probably have chains in your car too. We don't see many chains around anymore. Not around here. I but haven't I, seen like any. if you have four wheel drive, a lot of people don't have right. them. But if you're up somewhere where it snows, if you're a lot, in like a Prius, you should probably have chains. Yeah. yeah or little if, 14 inch chains. It's not <laughs> actually a Prius. If you're, if you're like uh, feeding cows, like yeah. my dad does all winter, you do have to have chains because even if it, it don't matter if it snows. You know, mm-hmm. unless it snows so much that you literally can't, you have to. Or your cows are going to die. Gotcha. Yep. Four-wheel drive. And then the last thing is kind of a combination. If you have a four-wheel drive vehicle, you need to have a brush guard on there. You have a brush guard on your truck, right? Mm-hmm. They're great to Cattle have. Cattle catcher. Cattle catcher. Deer zombie smasher. pusher. Yeah. So into the world stuff, you're going to be... Protester smasher. There you go. Yeah. They're not going to... Well, it might give them something to hold on to, but, you know... Not for very long. Not if you're going fast enough. No, plus they're weak. What do you get? 15, 20 seconds? Three three pull-ups, they're done. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know, did you see that... The news story of that uh, guy in Panama? That he was an American retired living in Panama. I did see that. And pulled up to that... uh, Mm -hmm. It was a mining protest. And yep. we've, we've all seen this on the news. All those people shut down all these major highways mm-hmm. and piss everybody off. Yep. And they picked the wrong old retired guy. They didn't think he was going to shoot him. Because he came up and he, and he was like, hey, move. And they're yeah. like, no. He's like, no, mm-hmm. move. And then he pulled out a gun. And he was like, move. Brandished. And they're like, mm-hmm. you ain't going to do it. And he did it. You ain't going to do he it. He killed him. And I'm not. He did. One more time. Yeah. He shot twice. But I tell you what, like, I'm not saying that that was good, that's bad, that's murder. It wasn't self-defense, right? right. It wasn't. He he was obviously in the wrong. But I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I, but get I understand. It. You know what yeah. I mean? That's that's. You it's should a perfect, not do that. But I understand. It's a perfect snapshot of where a lot of people are. It's like, hey, FBI, open up! It's like, hey. Cut it out. Yeah. Right? They all need the to cli- cut it out. All the climate protesters, which is basically a religion at this point. It is. The world is, or not the world, the world loves it, but a lot of people are tired of it. Yep. And they're like, hey, cut it out. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't, I'm not saying the guy's right or wrong. This goes back to the social and cultural thing that the uh-huh. podcast is usually about. He's not right or wrong, but you're going to start seeing that more because whether it's right or wrong doesn't matter. What right. matters is, We've created an atmosphere mm-hmm. where that's going to happen. It's just like vigilantes. Like, yeah. It's not right or wrong. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say what I, I usually fall on the side of, yeah, I'm probably right. But it doesn't matter. Would you matter. say he was right? He was no, not no, no, right. No, 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 no. I'm, okay. I'm talking about some, some, some vigilante crime, like some people who act, you know, yeah. take who, the do, law into who their, take the law into their sure. own hands. I think a lot of times that's justified it needs to happen a lot probably more it needs to happen but whether Mm -hmm. or not you think it's right or wrong doesn't matter if you're creating the environment for Mm -hmm. that to happen you can't be surprised when it does like when you're letting everybody go when you're letting everybody go when Mm -hmm. you're not prosecuting crimes when you're just turning your turning your you know they're using the fbi to go hunt down they're still sending fbi swat teams to go crack down on January 6th protesters, yeah. 
Meanwhile, in Austin, Texas, they're having like ISIS rallies on Main Street, and the FBI is just like, man, no big deal. It's like, ah, we're, you know, you have people marching down major American cities like, hey, where are the Jews? We need to find them. But the FBI is like, no, we need to, we need to round up all these fat old white boomers who went to the Capitol on January 6th. Did they find that guy that they were hunting down in the, in the woods? That guy Uh, that was, uh, he went to January 6th or whatever. I'm not 100% sure on his story, but they were hunting him and he went into the woods with a bunch of supplies and, and guns? Did you hear about that? It might have been the like the news story I saw, like the little clip. Of, I hope they didn't yeah. find him. Well, I hope they didn't find him too. I'm cheering for him. I am too. That's why I said last week, and this was when I got a little bit out of pocket last week. I was very anti ATF and FBI. Yeah, but you know me today, very sober. I stand by that. I you're not like you're an enemy of mine. You know you're you're an enemy of you're my political enemy because you're obviously working as an arm of the the political party yeah they're like working the FBI, as the atf they yeah. are a they are a militant arm of the federal government they're yep. not a they're not like a a neutral agency they're just not they're not treating all crime as the same no they're just like uh they're like what the kkk was to the democrat party back in the that's right late 1800s mm-hmm. they're a they're a militant violent arm of a political party controlled by the fbi is no different the fbi is a militant violent arm of the democrat party at this point it is unfortunate it does suck there's probably people there who aren't that way yeah but the the actual they're weeding them out as quick as they can yeah they're trying to get rid of them as quick as they can yep sorry about them out I agree. Yeah. Even if you're like have this long history of service or whatever in Mm -hmm. your family and you're like, well, my dad's dad was, you know, FBI or, you know, even the almost at this point, the military is starting to fall into this category. Like, that's very sad that that's where we are now. Right. That's where we are now. I did see something funny uh, the other day. So we've all seen the ads about the military and the pride stuff and you know, my, my two mothers or whatever love that I'm in the military. So they've been putting out these ads, and then all of a sudden they come out with an all-male, all-white oh, ad yeah. going in, kicking ass. This ad comes out, and the people who are paying attention are just like, oh, crap. That Dude, means we're going to war. The com- the comment section on Twitter of the <laughs> Army's post was a dumpster fire. It was like, oh, now y'all want, now the, you want, you want okay. the straight white people. To, now you, you want, want the white, these, the white boys kicking these ass. These good southern gentlemen. That's you want right. them to go die now. <laughs> yeah. You've been tearing down all the statues oh, and calling them pieces of shit forever. Yep. And now you need them to come fight. That's because right. your hand, you son of a ah, That's my favorite one. <laughs> You, you want them to come fight because you know the the chick with two moms who's yep. there for empowerment is mm-hmm. she gonna win World War Three? No, no. I'm sorry, it's not a it's not a Marvel movie. The as, the as ladies much as we are would not like winning to, it. We're not gonna be fighting cyber warfare the next time that comes. It's gonna be nuclear or hand on hand. Yeah, and same that's what, old warfare it's always yeah. been. You it's know, you always could, it's always gonna be young men. Fighting young men yep. to the death. That's right, and that's what they're they're learning in Ukraine and Russia. Like everybody thought, oh, fifth gen warfare. It's all online. It's like it's Mm-mm. almost like everybody in charge thinks it's going to be a video game at this point. It's like right. no, it's still a an effing meat grinder. Yeah, some people get the video game job, which mm-hmm. yeah, some people the uh, 
the drones dropping grenades and explosives onto injured uh, yeah. Russians is pretty interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. But yeah, some people get that job. What do you 99.9% think? of the people do not get that job. No, not, they're in the They're going to put a rifle in your and hand. And I tell you what, if you are that person that is the drone operator, mm-hmm. like, and you're in some sort of terrible warfare situation, what do you think is going to happen if the enemy figures out who you are? They're probably going to come after you. Probably not going to be great. Not going to be great. They're probably not even going to come after you. They're going to... Well, they would be harder on you because they know what you've bombed indiscriminately. I mean, they're going to know who you are and they're going to come after somebody that you care about a little more than yourself. Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen in in the old fifth-gen warfare people don't think about. Probably. It's like all these people like on the left who are like, oh, you know, you think you can fight the government. They have F-15s and stuff. It's like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, our president said that. Yeah, but I'm your neighbor. Yeah, I'm your neighbor, and the drone operator lives three doors down. You're going to drop a you're gonna drop a Tomahawk missile into yeah. your suburban neighborhood? Yeah, or are you going to run it. some sort of mission that goes to kill a whole bunch of guys when, and then those guys know who you are? What do you think is going to happen? It's going to be I mean, real bad. Yeah, it's going to be very we bad. We should avoid it at all costs. We shouldn't do this again. Nope. Because this... Now would be something else. Yes, it would. We don't, uh, Americans today don't have the, there was some terrible stuff that happened in the American Civil War, mm-hmm. mistreatment, Sherman's March to the Sea, Andersonville for the Confederates. A lot of bad things happened. Mm-hmm. The type of things that would happen in a new American Civil War where we don't have those moral compasses we used to have about civilians mm-hmm. would be, I don't know, it'd be like an African Civil War. It would be, Awful. It would be awful, yeah. That's a good way to put it. Horrifying. It'd be a nightmare. Horrifying. Yeah. yeah. So you, get ready. Yeah. Something's and, coming. And a lot of people who are who are like veterans of the global war on terror who will tell you about some of the stuff they saw in Iraq during that civil because that was a whole civil war while we were fighting the war. There was just another civil war going on within Iraq. Right. And uh, you know, finding you know people tortured and murdered every single day was what they did like there was that's how civil wars go when right. when they get dirty that's what would happen so get ready yeah yeah get a brush guard on your don't, vehicle don't hasten the day <laughs> that's right yeah. don't hasten the day it's gonna be bad if it happens i really 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 hope it doesn't happen i hope it doesn't but happen the more too. the further i would we go much along, rather we get invaded than I think to be it, fighting our I think country. it would be better for America. If Definitely better Red for America. Red Dawn would be better than a civil war. Absolutely. There's nothing better. Nothing brings Americans together, left, right, and center, than a common <laughs> good enemy. Good old World War Three. <laughs> that's right. I'll be honest. And, like, but I they know that, too, and they're pushing us so hard yeah. into like, That's I don't, scary. I do not want any sort of conflict at all mm-hmm. on a global scale civil, civil war. None of that. But I do think the powers that be know that... It would be better if we had a World War Three. They know it would be great for them. Yeah, it would be great for them. That's how they want to retain power. I think that not only do they retain power, they get immense power, war powers. Yeah, and then there's nobody looking into their emails. There's no one looking into you know uh, impeachments, proceedings, and whatnot. Very upsetting news to see on the TV. Take a look here. Oh man! There it is. Yeah, poor fella. Uh, Alive. I wish he would have escaped. Surrender. You know, if he would have done some surrender. more cardio, okay. he might have made it. That guy was kind of fat. That reminds me, I need to run <laughs> yeah. more. Need to run more. 
I felt bad after the calling competition because we we walked like I don't know ten miles in and really? out of all our stand. Like we hunted from five a.m. until six, wow. and at the end of the day, I was like, "All right, I, I'm I'm worse off than I should be right now." So then on Sunday, I went for a four mile jog, and I'm incredibly sore. Did you take a couple <laughs> skittles break during that jog? No, I didn't. I didn't, but I did run into a pumper mm-hmm. like two miles from the house in the middle of this pasture. <laughs> And he pulled over and he's like, "Are you are you running on pur- are you, you out okay? here on purpose? <laughs> Who are you running from? <laughs> what are you, what's Is going the on, FBI Fanny? after you?" <laughs> but no, yeah, so, I, work on your cardio. Yeah, work you might on your need cardio. to run from the FBI when they decide you weren't. God, you know, when they're just like, "Hey, you voted for the wrong person, so we're gonna send them after you." Or you posted the wrong meme on social media, and now you're going to federal prison, like oh, that man. one old boy. I hope Who that never comes the, here. Posted the Hillary Clinton meme, yeah, and they're throwing him in the pen. Yeah, how many years did he meme? get? Uh, seven, seven, six, six, more. Seven. You know, more than most people who murder people. Yeah, which of course makes a lot of sense. Right. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything against them throwing in, him in jail for what he did. I, I believe that he the meme guy. The meme guy. I believe that he he lied to people. He put out false information, but it should have been a five day sentence, if anything. If anything, if anything, that's like a, that's an old joke, though. It's that, an old joke, and but he and nobody fell a, for it. And yeah. then you, there's a I saw a video of a woman who did the exact same thing on the other side. Oh saying, yeah, Nothing Trump voters to her. November yeah. November first. She's a famous November comedian. 3rd. Oh yeah. Well, I can't co- remember her name. She's but a I female, saw, so comedian is co- in parentheses. Politely. Yeah, it's, yeah. Because uh, yeah. there's not any. <laughs> There Maybe, might be one. There might be one or There's two. One. Yeah. Like I've only known like she's a conservative though. Two so. or three, like two or three truly funny, funny women. women. There's not a lot of them. Yeah, and they, most of them are so quiet you don't know that they're funny. Like the only really really funny women are not the loud ones or the quiet ones. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. All right, I like won't. Amy Schumer. <laughs> no, like my, Amy. Not Shut like up. Amy Schumer. My wife is incredibly funny, but she never talks, so you don't know. She's quiet, yeah. yeah. Quiet and smart. She's probably funny. She's very funny. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to give you, sweetie, if you listen. Yeah. And You're it, funny. My sweetie is incredibly funny. There you go. Good. And smart. What about yours, Adam? No. <laughs> deep, gay. Deep side. <laughs> gay. <laughs> oh, it's funny that I see this on video. Like, this hat is definitely a... A it, child size hat. I don't know, man. It looks good on you. Yeah. It's, I got this. My parents got this at Gettysburg for me <laughs> when I was like eight years old. Right on. Yeah. It's official. They got this one. Actually, they got this one and like a union one, and they gave them both to my me and my little brother. And the union one was bigger. Like it was for me, and this one was for Ben, but I stole it. I was like, nah, I'm a rebel. <laughs> I want the you can Even be back the, then. You can be the Yankee. Eight years old. <laughs> I didn't know what the Civil War was at eight years old. Well, well, Adam, what are we at? We are at one hour, two minutes. Oh, we're rolling good. We yeah, got a little yeah. more in this. Do we want to talk like, okay, we talked about like what you should have in your car for mm-hmm. just the regular, like regular everyday stuff. Do we want to talk about uh, what, what you would do if you wanted to build like the ultimate, like, uh, I don't even want to say zombie apocalypse vehicle because that's kind of gay. Yeah. But like you know, you know, if you want to build world, your modern vehicle. your modern chariot. Ooh. Well, how much are we, how much do we have to spend? First of all, a mill. <sighs> Let's how just much? say 
No, no, no. limit. Let's no just say limit. Hit, let's oh, say man. you hit the the lottery. You can build whatever you want. If I had no limit, I would just buy something already built. First of all, they have a <laughs> they have these sick ass into the world vehicles that uh, require no electricity to run. Right, you start them with a a battery, a switch, and a starter. That'll that'll survive an EMP, right? Right. And then it runs, and then it's a diesel engine. You don't need electronics to run it. So. I mean, if you have no limit, you definitely need. I Something came that unprepared. Have a bunch I don't of electronics. Exactly. So it's an old diesel engine. You have to Google it, but it it requires no electronics at all. So that's where I would start if I had unlimited money. Start there. Build around that. Build something big, military six by six type vehicle. Something you can camp on, live in, elevated off the ground. I mean, water filtration systems on board. You want like a whole, you want the I want mobile home. Yeah, I want a mobile home, but not not a sissy mobile home. I, I'm thinking like more of a... glamping. A, I'm thinking more glamping. of... <laughs> Into the world glamping. I'm thinking more of one of those like, that's yours. Mine would be more like one of those that you see like over in the Middle East or Africa that there is in those conflict those Toyota right. Hilux Hilux, Hilux. Yeah. but like an, Hilux. like an up an up one like a, an upscale one but still like just the go crazy Baja so, around okay like you're Ford not gonna Raptor live in it. without any let's yeah. be right. let's be completely real guys this is the base that everybody should base their uh bug out car there on. it is let's be completely <laughs> honest come on guys uh, look at that that's it's a man's vehicle Dude. yeah hey come on rugged you do yeah. you boo boo <laughs> i want some kind of like a ford raptor with four doors yep. and you know a 50 cal in the bed <laughs> mounted right on the yeah. back but also i don't know electronics i i don't right. want it to i don't want to have to try to keep all the electronics running right how uh have you ever talked about EMPs, you know what an EMP you know we is. On the that's something we have never really talked about on Nothing the podcast. Nothing scares me like an EMP. Yeah, and that that's a real terrifying. Like, that's a very real possibility in modern warfare. Extremely that real, about. and it would be devastating. Not a shot fired, but it would be devastating to us if an EMP hit. So everything that you help, that you see around you that is electrified it's is done. no more. It's done. Yeah. It fries all the everything, and all they have to do really is detonate a detonate a nuke yep. over, over like oh in they've the got it all figured out yeah country hundred miles up or I think yeah. it's thirty it to hundred miles up stuff. yeah and and um, everything that you have just fries it immediately so you know I, I've thought about that a lot and there's not a lot you can do about it even if you could you know put a Faraday cage around certain things that you want to keep alive like a phone it's or a generator because nobody well, else is yeah have exactly it. there will be no communication so right. you can just forget for about smoke, that smoke signals smoke signals sure we've been working on some for yeah. the group or these uh bail fangs the bow fangs bow fangs bow fangs you put them in a Faraday cage they would survive we could talk to each other that way but as Not as, unless everybody, every single person has it like covered right. up. Well, that, in that's a fair day. that's why you know I get really into when you guys talk about the community and knowing people and having that stuff in place. Like, I love this town, but I'm not you know part of that type of community yet, where I don't know you know somebody has land and all this. And so when you guys talk about that, it makes me think a lot about how we would regroup 
basically, and how we would defend this town and our women, right? Because yeah. the, the regular, the world. like all of the normal everyday life stuff goes away. Completely. And when the grocery store doesn't have any food, all of a sudden everybody who's your friendly neighbors mm-hmm. is not that anymore. Right, and especially and unless, when they know that you have the food, it's going to get ugly. Right, unless you're part of a much smaller, more mm-hmm. organized group. A group of people that you like and trust. Yeah, because yeah, mm-hmm. you can't, like, uh, number one, you can't survive on your own. So all the all the doomsday prepper people who are, like, just Mm-mm. dudes out by themselves with yeah. a whole bunch of canned food, like, it's great. But if you don't have a network, you're screwed. Right. It's not number, surviving. You're just number out on your two, own. if you're, like... Uh, Somebody who just thinks that, like, oh, even if things got really bad, everybody would just come together. Pull together and, and work through it's like, it. Nope. No. Not going to happen. No. So around here is great, right? The people are awesome. But, you know, we, we had a, a, a couple years back where we lost power for a while. People were out helping each other. I had people bringing me. Um, I had a new baby, so I had uh, a, a man that I love brought me uh, a heater, right? for our, our home and whatnot and made sure that we were taken care of because, you know, he was set up with his generator and everything. We had nothing. But um, that was knowing that the power was going to come back. Yeah. It was out because it was a, br- a it was blizzard. Like, yeah, it was gonna, frozen It's going to be a week or so, and then everything's yeah. going to go back it's to normal. It's going to come back. We'll be okay, yeah. right? We just got to survive a week. Like I said, a week and a half, two right. weeks. And if it's going to be... When people know that it's not coming back... Right. It's going to change fast. Or even if there's a question of is is it not coming back, all of a sudden people are going to have to make really hard decisions. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm not even saying it would be the immoral decision, right? So like, if you're somebody who would normally be like, yeah, we need to help everybody we can, Mm -hmm. like exhaust all resources to help everybody you can. Right. We're all going to make it. In that Mm -hmm. situation, if it's, hey, I don't know what's going to happen... All of a sudden, that moral question becomes a lot different mm-hmm. because all of a sudden is, okay, if I give all my stuff away, what happens when my kid goes hungry? Right. You can't let that happen. Yeah. Because if you're doing that, are you doing the moral thing? No, you're not. No. No, you're not. And then that changes so it, the, the map. The dynamic. It does. Yeah. So if, you, if you're unsure if it's going to come back, yeah, I see that point. But in an EMP attack, we would know because everything would be down. You wouldn't just be loss of power. It would be non-functioning. My phone doesn't require to be plugged in, but it would not it would be like this yeah, a brick. Yeah, it fries the it fries the It would be bricked. Yeah. Everything would be bricked. Your generators are not going to work, right? You you will not have power anymore. So in if we were to be attacked in that way, we would know quickly. We would know within a day. Okay, there's been an attack. We're not getting power yeah. back. And that that is terrifying. So. And you better get organized and mm-hmm. figured out within about 72 hours with your little group of people yep. or things are going to get bad for you. Yep. Well, it's something you're to think be, about. You're going to be third world level, mm-hmm. you know. And even if you do have a great group of people that you're with and, and everyone's watching out for each other, you have to have your own supplies. Yeah. You have to have your own food. You have to have your own water or be able to make it, you know. Mm-hmm. And if we're going long term, then you better have seeds or something ready for to be planted, you know, or livestock or just yeah. all that. Mm-hmm. And the hardest thing I think for people just, you know, the decent kind of moral Christian type, red rule American type people, the most difficult thing in that situation is going to be explaining to people that are even people that are in your group, like explaining to them like, hey, I know you want to help everybody. Yeah. But 
we can't. We can't do it. And that's that's going to be really hard mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Is like is telling like, hey, I I don't want to be a dick, but we can't take in every single person right. off the street, or we're all going to starve to death. Yep, everybody's got to be productive. Yeah, you got to have be producing to be part of it. So. If you want in the walls, you better be able to do something. That's right. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do, Adam? I am going to chop the firewood, I think. Ah, That's a good yeah, job yeah, for Adam. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you yeah. can come yeah, chop yeah. firewood. It's an important job. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Adam. And then when we run out of wood, I guess I'll just be the first to die, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get sacrificed for the good of We're the We're better ground. off with wood than, than we would have been like 150 years ago when there's a lot less trees out here. So. Oh, yeah. That's right. And the winters are pretty mild and not that bad. Like, we're, yeah. we're in a really good spot. Like, if... I think we're in a great spot. As far as, like, where would be best mm-hmm. if things got really bad, this is not a bad spot to be in. I tell Abby all the time. This is, this is the this place is to be, This is a pretty good man. spot to it's be. It's a good spot. There's not it's a whole an, bunch of people... Sure, there's going to be like people mm-hmm. in, like people sure. are going to be coming in looking for stuff, which is why you're going to have to. We have some water. We have a bridge. We yeah. have a pretty easily defensible town, yeah. in my opinion. So sand dunes, nobody's walking over those. So we got to protect the south. But yeah, yeah. yeah I've thought about the, it a lot. There are going to be a lot of people. I thought about like, it a lot. Hey, I'm really sorry, yeah. but I can't help you. And there might be help that way, yeah. that way, or that. Like, I don't care where you go, but. Can't stay here. You can't stay here. Let's keep it's going to get ugly, man. Yeah, it's going to be bad. I just want to be on your team. I really, really, really hope it never happens. <laughs> Me too, man. Like it would be Me the too. worst thing ever. But um, Adam, do you have any like uh, any news stories you want to go? I didn't even have time to check the news today of anything that happened because I was busy learning software. I have not heard any. You news also today. were working really yeah. hard. I was working, and then I was on my way to Woodward and, you know, getting gas. So that was something I had to deal with. All right. Well, we're leaning on Gabe. Gabe, did you hear any exciting news today? I did, but I'm drawing a blank right now. I am freezing with this window. (laughs) (laughs) I wondered why I felt so comfortable because I'm fat and everybody else is cold. Yeah. I feel great. No, nothing crazy. What are we at, Adam? Hour 15, hour you 20? Still, uh, we are at one hour, 13 minutes, hour 13. four seconds. We'll start wrapping. First off, shoot this weekend. This weekend, Saturday. Come on out. Come on. Sign up. PracticeScore.com. Doesn't matter your level of expertise or non-expertise. Yeah. Get out there. Come on out. Gabe, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be safe. You got an optic this time, too, I don't do you? have an optic. Oh, I don't excited. love it. I might pull it off and go back to iron. Really? It's not something I would is ever it a say. One, is it a, <laughs> I love it. Is no, it a I one? It. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not doing I was about that. To say, man. <laughs> it, it's, a, <laughs> it's a cheap one, but it what'd, works pretty what'd good. What did you get? A one to... It's a Vortex Strike Fire 2. Okay. Just a red dot. Just no magnification, dot. just a red dot. Okay. Yeah. Good. It's a little bit big. I want. I need it more precise, I think. It's a 4 MOA. So I think it's a little do, bit big. Coming from seeing how well you shot irons, I think that's gonna I think that's gonna help you. You're gonna I like it. So. You would have like done it. better than me shooting with your eyes closed, I think. That was crazy. I think <laughs> well, it was all intuition. You're probably. still learning. You'll get yeah. there. Yeah. You're learning People? and it was twenty degrees. Yeah, it yeah, was pretty I was, cold. I was shaking like a little mm-hmm. chihuahua. 
Yeah. So that's yeah. I thought I was a pretty beautiful. Shower. I was pretty happy that you were alive the next day because I kind of <laughs> I was pretty happy die. you were alive. I was pretty. Cool. Yeah, you were. Yeah. You were, I, I you lost were soaking some weight wet, that dude. day. Oh my god! I, was, I can't. I imagine. was happy about it. Like when I got home, I was like, "Hey." I was hypothermic for yeah. at least four hours. I burned a whole bunch of calories. That's how you. I always look at that. <laughs> okay. Like I burned a bunch of calories. So do you, are you going to do it again? You're going to oh, get yeah. wet it and when it's cold, get wet again. Yeah, I like I take ice baths. Do you really? Uh huh. God, I've On never a, done like, that. Like I haven't done it for the last like uh, month or so. But when I was lifting heavy, like when I was lifting more heavy before I got like a shoulder screwed up, mm-hmm. I was taking ice baths at least three times a week. My God, I like it. I tell you what it does, and I like. I'm not even like telling you all the, the muscle things it does. Like I'm not gonna go into the We've Joe got Rogan David stuff. Goggins on the podcast. I'm not gonna tonight. David Goggins <laughs> you. For me, what I'll tell you, it does. Like it, it does. Like it makes you, not hurt, but you know what I mean. Like it makes you very uncomfortable, out of your yeah. comfort zone. So it makes like it makes you have to focus very hard with your brain on like just being present in the moment and like just enduring it okay and for me i like to do it for about 10 minutes get in there for 10 minutes and like just focus really hard and i like to pray i like to have a little meditative like a pray session time. okay in yeah. the ice bath i think wow. it helps me it helps me talk to god a little better i think i didn't pray huh. when i did ice baths i just sat in the tub pissed like <laughs> it was the worst maybe you should try thing you should you should like just embrace it as it's yeah. going to suck yeah. and let that focus your mind and and talk to God a little bit, maybe. Okay. That's what yeah, I do yeah, it for. Well, it's turned me on it. I might it's try very, it. It's very helpful for my prayer. I find it very helpful for my prayer. I got to ask Abby to record your scream after you're in, you get in the tub with all that ice water. <laughs> it does take a little bit. Like you, once, The first few times you do it, is a lot worse than like once you get kind of used to it and you know what's gonna what it's yeah. gonna be. Yeah, it's not as bad. Like you, you know what's coming. You know it, you still know it's gonna suck and you yeah. don't want to do it. But Enjoy after you force suck. yourself to do it a few times, okay. you do get to the point where like once you're in it and you've like submerged yourself past the point of like ow ow ow. ow. Uh-huh. You're not hurting, but like uncomfortable. It like you get to a point where it's very. It's Does it go away though? Zen. Do you get kind of numb to it? Yeah, after a while. You after just, you're sitting there, you get a little you start to get a little numb. And then okay. I tell you what, you never sleep better. Like really? there's never a better sleep. Though you don't wanna like once you get out, you don't go take a hot shower. Like you get out You don't want and that temperature go, change. Yeah, you leave yeah. it. Like uh the the if you have to take a shower, you leave it on as cold as it can get and it's still gonna feel warm. Interesting. Um, but you don't warm yourself How up. How long you just do let you your usually body do that warm for? Up. I usually go for 10 minutes. 10 minutes. 10. And like I'll I'll try to get it like I don't like to spend like 20 bucks on ice. So yeah. I have like a whole bunch of gallon jugs that I've frozen and I'll fill up the tank half full and then I'll put all those frozen jugs in there for wow. like a few hours till it gets cold. I'm and impressed. take them all back out. Right on. It's good I'm telling you it's it's good for your immune system. It once, it's yeah. good for muscle recovery and it, it's good for like meditation and prayer, I think. The first time I did it, I hit the water like one of those cartoon cats. I literally like <laughs> I was freaking out. I couldn't I, handle it. No, it's good. And and I tell you what, if you are trying to lose weight, like nothing burns calories like your body being really cold because shivering. Like, yeah, the whole thing a up. calorie is a measurement of like 
energy. making your body warm, right. the energy to warm your body up. That's like when when you're in like a wilderness survival class mm-hmm. or if you know a lot about sleeping in the back country, if it's really cold, they'll tell you to like warm up water or like boil water and put it in your containers and like put it under your armpits uh-huh. and down in your privates mm-hmm. and like sleep and go to sleep like that because it warms your core up. Right. So ice is the opposite. Like if you cool your core down, your body is burning more. That shivering really gets it. Yeah. Really yeah. burns. I need to start doing it more often. I was better last year. I was, I was a lot more focused last year than mm-hmm. I've been this year. I've mm-hmm. been a little interesting lackadaisical. Can I say one more thing on the vehicles? Yes. That we thought about talking about the ice baths. Warm up your vehicles in the morning. Coming into winter, do not hop into your vehicle and just and take go off. go driving. Those, the, uh, especially the modern vehicles, you need to warm them up. The tolerances are too tight. The, it's amazing what um, engineers have done, being able to take these metals and make them usable at sub-freezing temperatures and boiling temperatures as far as the tolerances go, making them not too tight when it's hot but not too loose when it's cold, right? But you, you need to let your vehicle warm up. It doesn't have to be operating temperature, but 10, 20 minutes below freezing weather, 20, 25 minutes, just get it warmed up. It's good for the vehicle. It will save the engine, save the transmission. And then once you get going, your bearings are still cold. Your axles are still cold. They have had zero warm-up, right? Be easy on your vehicles. You want them to last. You don't want to dump money into them. I don't want to see you every week. Be easy on your vehicles. Like me with that white Ford pickup. You got to be easy on them, man. Hey, it wasn't me. It's whoever we bought it from. Yeah, yeah, this that's is, a, it's that's been the saga thing. since we bought that thing. Right, but I am glad that you bring it to me. Yeah, I appreciate well, that. I, I like to bring it to you. Yeah, thank you. So yeah, let your vehicles warm up, and when, once you get out on the road, take it easy, man. Do not get your RPMs over two thousand. Uh, two thousand RPMs when it's cold, still cold, warming up. That's plenty, right? Be easy on the throttle. Don't romp on it. I don't care how late you are to work. Don't romp on it. Man, I feel personally Love your attacked. Yeah, you should have seen me going in holes this morning. Well, I'm looking at you, but I'm talking to Adam. Time. Yeah. <laughs> be easy on your shit bucket, Adam. Yeah, be easy on your S bucket. It yeah. runs like a dream. You have to be in it. It is truly the finest technology. I'm really excited for you to like to graduate to a vehicle you're actually going to like. A man's vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, like God. a truck. It's like Not, what I, it doesn't even have to be a truck as long as it's you know. I w- recently went from a twin sized inflatable mattress to a full queen size bed, and oh, it was insane. Oh, I bet it was like life is a dream him. now. Wow, it doesn't so, get any better than dream. that. <laughs> life will be a dream. Oh man, we're, All right. we're proud of you, Adam. Well, let's play the outro music. Let's let's do this again. With a little next time, I'm gonna have an outline more. We're gonna have more to talk about. I like that. I want to bring you back. We need a fourth mic. I'm missing Ivan. I miss him too, but it's it's good that he went home tonight because he he spent a little too much time to out <laughs> calling competition. He's got a newborn at home. Like he should have known a little tough, better. Man. Ivan, he should have known a little better. What what did you guys place? Uh, you have any idea? How... We did, we didn't make top three. Oh yeah. We only got four. We well, have yeah. four dogs. And the winners, which I think the winners went and hunted like in Gaiman or in Buffalo or something, mm-hmm. because like nobody around here did very good. Like the whole day we thought, well, like shit, we're getting last. 
Yeah. And a lot of people pulled up into the check-in with like no dogs. No like dogs. Like a lot of people wow. got nothing. And a so lot of people got one or two. You have 24 hours to do it or 12 hours? You have from sunup to sundown sun up on to the sundown. day of. Okay, wow. And we, like our first stand went really well. Like we should have got, out of our first stand, we should have got four instead of just two. Oh, really? But I got in a hurry. I missed oh, one. Man. It's Cody's fault, though. Cody was over there. Cody has like a scope that's half the size of this table. Wow. And he was like a ju- He's over there trying to be like, uh, oh, Chris Kyle. Marksman. He's got his like, <laughs> and he's like, my parallax wasn't right. Like, shoot. <laughs> shoot. Parallax. Like, I had just shot one. I shot a coyote, yeah. and another one came in trailing behind it. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to give this one to Cody because I just shot that one, and he's right sure. here next to me. You're going to be a good friend. I'm going to be a good friend. Yeah. So I'm just going to track this thing. And he stops, and he starts trotting again, and he stops. He's like, okay, Cody, shoot the coyote. He starts stop trotting again, and he stops. He's like, okay, all right, Sh- shoot, or yeah. I'm going to have to shoot because he's about to see his dead friend, right? which was 20 yards from him, and, make and then him he's going to jet, okay. right? This is what I thought. I don't yeah. I don't know. I don't think he would have because he was Probably just started eating him, right? He was a like, dumb ooh. pup. He might <laughs> No, like, he wasn't smart enough to know what was going on. Huh. So I should have waited, but... I, at the third time he stopped, I was like, okay, I guess Cody's Take not me. shooting, so I'm going to rush the, and I missed. Oh, man. So. I can't believe you told that story. No, it's okay. Wow. Like, I thought I was going to catch a bunch of shit, but Brother Ben missed one first, and then I missed one second, so he couldn't talk <laughs> right. a bunch of shit. If you're going to miss, you want to be second. Yeah. You don't, don't want to miss yeah. first. And you want to kill one for, like, if you kill one yeah. and then miss then it's one, all down. You're it's fine. better. Yeah, it's you're better okay. than just, you know. And then every stand after that, all throughout mid like mid morning, all the way until sundown, we we didn't see hardly anything. Wow! And we called all day long. Was you, Ivan in your group? No, Ivan was in a different group. Are, are you spotlighting them, or do you have like an infrared scope? To. So how during you, the competitions, you're not allowed to spotlight. Okay, it, it all has to be during daylight hours. During daylight. Yep. Oh, okay. I was the other Spotlighting's way. Spotlighting's easier. So sun up to sun down. Yeah, sun up to I was sun like down. the other way around. No, okay. no, no. That would be a lot. That would be better. Which you can spotlight in Oklahoma now, but you're supposed to. But not for the competition. I think you're supposed Yeah, not for the competition because it's competitive. Okay. And the shoot is Saturday shoot at is 2 Saturday, p.m. 2 p.m. Sign, sign up on sign practicescore.com. Practice Look score. for the, the no man's land. It's easy. It's like, easy. It's the. There's a map, and these are the only shoots here yeah. in the county. You don't have a lot to choose Just from. Just zoom this in the to the panhandle of Oklahoma, and there she is. There she is. It's a great fun, man. Great. That was my first Hosted time ever doing Capstar Shooting. Capstar LLC. Yeah. That's right. Hunter and Alexis. They're pretty great. We huh? like you guys. You're pretty cool. They are cool. Alexis is uh, uh, yeah, the ladies' class is, is coming up Thursday. The sipping shop is right. Thursday. Sip and shop at yeah. Ballara Boutique. You do not have to take your shirt off or no. get drunk. You no. can just go learn you about can. guns. Right. I don't even think you can. I think probably they won't, probably won't let you. No, they're good Catholics. I don't know. I won't be there because I'm a man, and this is a ladies thing. I'm a man, too. I will not be there. Yeah. But my lady will. That's good. Will your lady be there? Uh, maybe. Maybe? I think, I think maybe. Okay. I don't know. Mine's already, like... She's in not it. in intro. Mine's but... already like to her neck in the in the gun world. Like okay. she, yeah, she's not an introductory type. I guess I did forget that. Yeah. yeah, she's already got her teeth. You other ladies, like I said last week, figure out how to put some teeth teeth in your mouth. You're gonna. You might need them. Yeah, you might need them. You might need your them. husband's not always gonna be there. 
somebody might follow you out True. of a out of a Walmart. Mm-hmm. They don't follow Ivan. They do not follow. No. He's not pretty enough. Apparently, that's what I thought last week. Yeah, I would have said I, I would have said otherwise. But yeah, I thought he he's a good looking mm, guy. I think he's a good looking guy. I yeah. would follow Ivan out of a out of a Walmart. Yeah, it's just because of the beard. He looks like a wombat otherwise. Like a wombat? Okay, yeah, Adam like a said wombat? that. Have you not? Oh, no, I know what a wombat is, dude. Yeah. In high school, like my pull up a side by side football. Yeah. My football <laughs> name in high school was the Combat Wombat. Combat Wombat. Combat that was my nickname. That's badass. Football team. <laughs> it was a tongue in cheek, like joking thing, because I was like a freshman. I was not very good at really when I was a freshman. Maybe yeah, they saw see? something in that there. looks like me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can combat see wombat. We used to say you were built like a gopher in high school when you taught our class. Let me find a gopher. <laughs> what do you, when yeah, I was in high guys. school, I was built like a gopher? No, no, no. When you were teaching when you were school. Teaching. Yeah. When I was teaching yeah. school, I was built like a gopher? Yeah, like yeah. one of these guys. That's a prairie dog, but all right. <laughs> Wait, what? I searched gopher. Okay, well, they kind of look like prairie dogs, I guess. Well, yeah, thanks. Do. Thank yeah. you for that. I'm going to go home, I guess, and run another four miles before <laughs> yep. I go to sleep. Sore or not. Really, really sweet of you guys. Of course. I never said that. I just hey. expected them all to be like, hey, you know what? Mr. Engelman is really cool and I like him a lot. Great yeah. guy. Sure, pal. Very smart. Okay. I never yeah. heard anything bad. <laughs> Your brother, though, on the other hand. Oh, he yeah. Was which hard, I've never uh, met. He was harder than me. I heard he was And hard, I was yeah. pretty hard on kids, and Ben yeah. was, which I think is good. Like, all it's the good. other teachers are soft as shit, soft as baby shit. Yep. That's why all these kids suck half the time. Half the time. All right, play the outro before we get ourselves in trouble. Thank you. Hey, I had a good time. That was fun. This was a good we one. We need to do it again. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll be more organized next time. I'll have an outline. Okay. You know. We won't talk about cars so much. We can talk about cars. I, I'll I'm going to come honest, prepared. Cars for me is kind of like when Ivan starts talking about money. It's not one of my interests, so I'm just kind of like... Oh. Like, I like cool cars. Yeah. But I, I don't want to service them at all. Like, I'm one of those people that's bad. I don't want to take care of my stuff. I Nothing wrong with that. I want somebody else. Find someone I good. I can. Like, I can change my yeah. oil. As long I as you can. I can change a tire. Yes. I, and I will do those things. But if I have to, like... Routine, routine it. maintenance. It's called routine maintenance for a if reason. If I really have to get into it and fix something, it, I just get really pissed off. One day you're going to go to change your oil, and all your transmission fluid is going to come out of the uh, the plug. It's going to be great. Probably. That'd be a bad day. <laughs> all right. See you next time on the Capo Podcast. Bye, guys.